The Detroit Lions are off to another 0-2 start and once again digging themselves out of an early season hole. So what's the key to an expeditious turnaround and results? Dan Miller is the voice of the Lions and he joined me this week to discuss the current state of the franchise and where they go from here. I'm Kevin McShan. Let's have this conversation. We'll welcome you to the show, and we're excited to talk to you about the state of the Lions. Always great to see you, and thanks for being here today. I appreciate you having me. Always good to be with you. It's good to see you. It's been a while. It has been a while. So, Dan, just before we get uh, got started, I asked you about whether the Lions were going to win uh, this weekend, and I'll begin today's conversation by asking you, uh, just to uh, tell me about the state of the team. I know that that they're not off to the start they were hoping for. No, I mean, you in this league, as has been said by many, you are what your record says you are. And right now they're 0-2 and they're struggling. And um, the unfortunate thing is it's a lot of the same problems that we saw a year ago uh, when Matthew Stafford was able to play. This offense is pretty good. Uh, I know he'd tell you that they've left some things out on the field, but uh, big struggles have been defensively where they just haven't been able to stop anybody. So it's unfortunately, it's got a feeling of deja vu because last year they couldn't pressure the quarterback. This year they couldn't pressure the quarterback. Last year they weren't stopping the run. This year they're not stopping the run. So uh, they've got to fix this, but these are familiar problems they're trying to fix. And as you know, it's year three for Coach Patricia, but it's year five uh, for uh, Bob Quinn. So I'm just curious to know your thoughts on uh, sort of the bird's eye view of the direction of the franchise. Well, again, to go back, Kevin, to what I said before, if you're 0-2, you're 0-2. And if you haven't improved on the problems that you had, then that's kind of hard to, to say that somebody's um, going to be pleased with the job that they've done. Um, you had some issues at the end of last year that you wanted to attack. Now, four weeks from now, we might be having a different conversation, but the conversation we're having right now is still having a hard time stopping the run and still having a hard time pressuring the passer. So, um, look, when all is said and done, you can talk about you liked this, you didn't like this, whatever it is, it comes down to that record. And Matt Patricia and Bob Quinn would both tell you through two years and two games of them being together, uh, it's not good enough. And that's really where this thing comes in because the two years before that with, with Jim Caldwell, they're not going to be judged on that. They're going to be judged on what they do together and what they're doing right now. 
And the Lions, as you know, went through a transition of ownership. Now, I don't really think much will change in the operation of the team from an ownership perspective, but uh, certainly Sheila uh, Ford have made a mandate uh, before the start of the season uh, that they have to or at least be in contention. So I'm wondering if you, you could tell me, uh, how do you think the Fords are viewing, uh, how, how things are going uh, this season and overall? Well, the Fords, you're asking about? Yeah, uh, Sheila. Well, Ford. listen, I think, I think number one, Sheila was part of that conversation last December to bring back Matt Patricia and Bob Quinn with the mandate, if you want to call it that, that they have to be in contention in December and she wasn't a bystander. She was involved in that with her mom who was still running the team at that point. Um, since then, her mom has, has, you know, given over the chairman title to uh, her daughter and Sheila takes over. Now, look, I, I'm not going to lump her in with anything that's happened before. She deserves to um, have her own record. I don't think Mrs. Ford was the same as Mr. Ford. I think Mr. Ford was loyal to a fault. And I think people would tell you that was probably, you know, maybe one of his best qualities, but in terms of being an owner in the national football league, it, it probably hurt him at times that he stuck with people that were not doing the job. Um, I think when you look at what Mrs. Ford came in, you know, she fired, Certainly had something to do with firing an offensive coordinator early in a season. She fired a general manager and a president during a season. Um, so I, I think her patience, she got rid of Jim Caldwell after a nine-win season because she wanted something bigger uh, than just winning games, but not winning the big games, not beating the better teams, not winning when you get to the playoffs. So I don't think that you can throw a blanket over all of them and say they're the same. I don't think that's fair. And I think, you know, Sheila's been in the job for six months now and two weeks into her first season, I think she deserves time to see where she goes from here and, and, and how she charts her own course. Now, watching the first couple of games of the season, the offense has had its struggles, but played well enough to win. But going back to the defense, uh, they certainly haven't generated a pass rush as you mentioned before. So I'm wondering, what do you think is the key to fixing uh, the current team? Because they won't be favored in the next two games they play. So I'm just wondering, what do you think is the key to the turnaround for this upcoming season? Well, the key to the turnaround is that, that the guys that you have now, number one, um, get everybody back that you can. Um, not that injuries are the reason that, that all of this is going on, but um, they need all the healthy bodies they can get. And Kenny Galladay certainly would help. Vitae would help. Um, but getting their cornerbacks back would help. But look, Kevin, there's really not a lot of new people walking through that door. So in essence, it's about – you're in the season. It's about your guys playing better, your coaches coaching better, your coaches coming up with a better game plan, um, and the players executing it. So they have to play better. I mean, look, you're not going to go out probably at this point and swing a big trade to bring somebody in that's going to change your fortunes. So your roster is what it is. They've got to get better. They've got to play better. They've got to execute better. You have to, you know, take better angles on the first play of the second half so that, that Aaron Jones isn't going 75 yards. You have to, 
you know, Matthew Stafford would be the first one to tell you, you can't throw that interception late in the Chicago game. You can't take the sack late in the Chicago game. You can't take the sack at just before halftime uh, at Green Bay. You can't commit a penalty just before halftime at Green Bay that gives Aaron Rodgers more time or commit uh, two consecutive personal fouls. All these things add up. You know, it's, it's, it's not about playing a perfect game, as Matthew Stafford said earlier this week. They have to play better play-to-play. And if they make a mistake, recover. Don't let it compound. So um, what's it going to take for these guys to play better football, for these guys to make more plays, to, to, to defensively get some takeaways, of which they don't have any yet, get some sacks, of which they only have two. Uh, offensively, you know, they had six straight empty possessions in that game against Green Bay after their fast start. Don't have those empty possessions. You got to – You know, if you put your foot down on the accelerator, keep it going. Keep scoring. Again, you're not going to score on all six of those. But against Aaron Rodgers, six straight empty possessions is going to put you in a hole, and that's what it did in this game. So um, I don't have a magic elixir. I don't have something that's going to make this thing get better all at once. But it's about the 69 guys that they have, 53 on the roster, and however many are active on game day, plus the practice squad guys. Figuring this thing out, getting better, and the coaching staff putting them in the best position to succeed. And I know that uh, for all of us, the coronavirus has changed the way we're living life and watching sports. So I'm just wondering, as the voice of the Lions, how has it been different uh, calling games for you this season? Well, I mean, number one, you're calling them in an, in, an, in an empty stadium, which is different because, you know, a lot of what we do, we, we ride the emotions of the fans. Um, but it's also when they're on the road, we're not traveling. So we're calling the game from Ford field off of two screens. So that's certainly different. We did our first one against green Bay, uh, took a little getting used to, but it's certainly doable. The NFL and, and the lions have teamed up to, you know, give us what we need in terms of, of looks at the game and, and, you know, the ability to get all the information process that's coming to us and, and call it. So um, it's a strange time and everybody's lives have changed. And, and, you know, many people's work lives have changed and, you know, we're blessed that we're still calling games. So I'm not going to complain about anything. I'm hoping this is a one-off and we can all get back to living the, the normal lives that we live, you know, with, with this, virus uh, being behind us in one fashion or another next season or as soon as possible just you know football aside for society i'm sure you're not the only one that uh, shares that sentiment and my final question for you dan is how would you uh, define uh, success moving forward for this team and assuming that they have another uh, push uh, ending towards their bye week. How do you think uh, this franchise should be viewed uh, moving forward? Winning is the only way to judge success. That's the object of the exercise. There is nothing else. It's only winning. Um, Anything else is, is window dressing or getting away from what you're supposed to be doing or changing the conversation. You have to win. That's all it's about. The 32 teams start this season with the idea that they're going to win and the idea that they want to win the one game that's played in February. So there's really no other way to judge it other than that. Um, So they're 0-2. We'll see where they go from here. So far, they would tell you they haven't done their job because their job is to win. 
we'll see where they go from here. But um, this isn't about just, you know, coming close or having a lead in the fourth quarter and letting it get away and feeling good about that, which they don't. It's, it's just about winning. It's, it's really no more complicated than that. And that's what they have to do. I have one follow-up for you in terms, because the Lions set a record for or the most blown lead for being under one head coach. So what do you think it is with them getting off to fast starts but not being able to finish? It's a great question. If, if I knew the answer to that, I would, I would tell them I'd give it to them for millions of dollars. Um, I, I, I don't know the answer to that. Um, certainly it shows what you're capable of, but if you can't do it consistently, it doesn't do you a lot of good because ultimately over a 60 minute game, uh, the team that makes more plays is going to win. So, um, Kevin, I, I don't know, maybe in the end it comes down to if your record at the end is less than you wanted, then probably your talent is less than you wanted and your coaching has been less than you wanted. I, I don't know how else to put it other than that. Um, you know, good teams in this league find a way to win. Bad teams in this league find a way to lose. And right now, if you look at what's happened to the Lions, they've been their own worst enemy. So what causes blown leads? Bad plays, misplays, uh, missed opportunities, all those things. And I think that's, that's what they would tell you it is right now. You know, some coaches will say you can't win until you stop from losing. And right now they're doing too much of the losing part and that's preventing them from winning. So uh, this thing will get better when they clean it up. And every guy in that locker room knows that. It's not, it's not a secret and you're not saying anything negative about anybody. You got to make plays in this league because the other guys are getting paid too. And if they make more plays than you, you're going to look up at the end of the game and, and you're going to be on the wrong side of it. And that's unfortunately what's happened, you know, too often uh, of late going back the last couple of years and through the first two weeks of this year. Dad, it's always great to see you. I know how busy your schedule is during this time of, of the year. So I really appreciate you spending a couple of minutes with me to talk Lions. Always great to see you. And thanks so much for being here. Kevin, I appreciate it, buddy. It's always good to spend some time with you and good to catch up. Thank you. Fantastic.